this time on Matters. That weird space before having a baby. A little bit of squirrel talk. Mouse house. All this and more on this action-packed, spring-filled trap of an episode of Matters. His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Welcome to Matters, where two guys named Matt talk about what matters to them. I'm Matt Noss. With me is Matt Rose. How are you doing today, Matty? I'm less tired this time. Yeah, me too, dude. I'm wide awake. <laughs> Definitely did not record this episode right after we finished Definitely the last one. Definitely did not do that. Mystique. We talked about it last week, and we promised and delivered back in the guest chair is our good friend friend Jason D'Souza. That was me going, please don't say Eric Hanke. <laughs> I am not Eric Hanke. It's Jason D'Souza. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having me. Welcome back, my friend. Um, last week, a lot of fun, hopefully. Oh, it was a ton. Hell hopefully. A, week, a ton, ton. It's just a crazy week. <laughs> <laughs> so much happened between last week Trump, I mean, right? Oh this, man, can we take him <laughs> down a peg? Can we just end the Olympics? Ah, over, happened. over now, been over <laughs> for so long, for a month at Gosh. least. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, no. Greg Luganis, let's talk about it. Let's get in. Do you ever get Olympic fever? Do you do you get sucked in by the Olympics? No, I mean like. It was never, like, I mean, growing up, that was a thing, but ultimately, I never really, I mean, you don't see India in the Olympics ever, so I don't know if that really plays into it. Like, I don't know who the last Indian to win an Olympic medal is, even though I'm American, born and raised. Right, right. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, Winter Olympics, I we would watch it growing up. But at some point, it just started losing its allure. I think there is a sport in each Olympic that can grab me, yeah, keep me in. I feel like swimming in the Summer Olympics, I always end up watching a couple heats. Like, I don't know why. Yeah, and it holds your attention somehow. Well, because they edit it. Yeah. Like... Like the one that happened in in China, in the bird's nest, they like just were like, "All right, cool. Um, here's the best parts." <laughs> it's not yeah, like a real was... swim meet <laughs> where you're like waiting around. For... Oh yeah, and you just hear like you know four eighty six to the to the stand or to the you know, heat three coming up. Right. That <laughs> I just always remember that, and uh, whoever like some local radio personality was the one who would announce the the swimmers and shoot the gun. But also, like, we were on, like, everyone in my family is on the swim team. And none of us are, like, we're good swimmers for, like, survival and recreation, but not (laughs) racing. No. Like, we could be lifeguards. And we'll get there eventually. Hey, I'm built for <laughs> I'm built for comfort, not built for speed, baby. Exactly. And I there's like a big like my bulbous belly was just the drag across the water. It was so humiliating. But yeah, no, I've I've been there many times. So swimming and then I gotta say it, figure skating steals my heart. It always does. 
Why? And I'll justify if someone Why walks in my I house and I'm watching it. Why do I not fucking care <laughs> about figure skating except once every four years? Right. Like, if it were, if it's not the Olympics and it's on, you're like, what is this shit? Can it turn this off? <laughs> like, immediately those rings yeah, the, the Pan Am games get this on? <laughs> Did we- uh, so I dated a woman that loved figure skating. So when it was on, like, I'd be flipping through the channels and... I don't mind watching it. Like I can recognize like hey, they're really good at skating. Um but if she wasn't in the room, I just prayed she couldn't hear it while I was flipping through because yeah. she just hear like whoosh, like a skate on the ice and then she'd be like, "Hey, is that figure skating?" Like, "God damn it." Nope. Hockey. Here goes it's here hockey. goes two well, but like then you'd hear like yeah. classical music or something where it's like Blue Danube. they don't yeah, they don't play classical music at the hockey ring. That sounded like a toe pick. <laughs> <laughs> toe pick. Cutting edge. No. Oh, I'm so it. glad. Oh, you're in the right place. <laughs> when you're in a room and you drop a toe pick and no one says anything, it's just like I am my shocked people. my wife hasn't run down the stairs and been like, You guys talking about the cutting edge? My favorite movie. <laughs> That, I mean, it had the star power of D.B. Sweeney and Moira and Kelly. Moira Kelly. <laughs> that is like... And that was before they made it up to C-List. <laughs> Didn't it also have that Hector was the, Elizondo? Wasn't was, he the coach? Was he their coach? I thought he was the coach. I could see but that. But it might have it been like the poor man's actor. <laughs> yeah, because oh, the, now there's I'm a thinking. poor man's Hector Elizondo? <laughs> yes. That coach, if it wasn't him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got me. You got me. It is funny because, like, yeah, I will. Johnny Weir uh, was the commentator for uh, the uh, the figure skating this year, and I mean, he was a great skater, but boy, he turned on the cattiness to ten. <laughs> it, it, it would just be like, oh, <laughs> I mean, I feel like you need that to get people to watch it now. Like every like, my mom called me and was like. He, have you seen Johnny Weir yet? And I'm like, no, my, I haven't really been watching it. And she's like, he looks like he's uh, Stanley Tucci in the Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> like he's in skater makeup. Right. Like he just, <laughs> the ghoul on fire. <laughs> like, oh, man. My mom with a fucking Hunger Games reference, too. Yeah, yeah no, that's a mom's great Hunger Games drop. She she was on point, and, and we're on toe picks. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, any other time, I just I won't watch it. But when it's Olympics time, I, you find out that they can do quads now, and you're like, what? Oh yeah, and they like when you see the training videos, and it's like they're hanging on some apparatus and like spinning super fast. Yeah. And it's like, so this is the training for that because, like, you can't breathe when you're spinning. <laughs> yeah. How do you get to that point? Like, that was that's a career path for someone. <laughs> how do you, <laughs> yeah, how do you find out that you can do that? I think, like, your parents beat it into you at a young age because you expressed an interest when you're, like, four. And they're like... This is way too expensive for you to just dabble. Like yeah, I was going to say, this. like, we bought you $100 skates, and you're four. You better be good at this. Yeah. 
Because yeah. I've seen what the eight-year-old skates cost. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not going to college. I'm shocked my mom didn't barter down from hockey to figure skating with me when I was little. Really? <laughs> like, I mean... Because of gear? Well, the gear was super expensive. Gear also, like, she's yeah, yeah, super yeah. afraid of me getting hurt. Like, she asked for Little League Baseball if I could do softball instead. And they're like... No, Mrs. D'Souza, that's just for for girls. <laughs> I imagine it's different now. So, like, well, like at the time, that was just like, a, Mom, they use like softer balls for this. I'm like, well, not only just let me have this. So, I'm so a, I'm a the, second grader trying to win this. The the draw for your mom was that the ball was larger and easier to hit you. <laughs> right. I'm like, you know, they're not actually soft balls. Yeah, no, right. They're not like tennis it's balls. It's not a nerf ball. No. It's just a bigger ball that's easier to hit. Right. Way <laughs> harder to catch and throw. Well, yeah, and it's 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 also way harder to get out of the fucking way when that thing's cruising at you. Yeah. When you watch the professional softball <laughs> pitchers. It's a gnarly pitch. Oh yeah, yeah. They rifle it. Yeah, they. I mean, how I, can it's you, insane. How can you underhand that fast? Like it's insane. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I don't want that. I don't want that person handing me like my mail. <laughs> like, that's cool. <laughs> I just ripped yeah. my thing right out. <laughs> I was just so excited to talk about softball. I was just also happy to uh, that just is- the mic. Oh no! This is a great opportunity. <laughs> oh no! I can't hear anything. <laughs> oh, truly, you have this. Well, I guess the, the true silence of Bose headphones. <laughs> 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 I was like, I was like, I was lost in a Woolworths. <laughs> <laughs> Took you right back. A deep <laughs> last week was, cut. <laughs> all I heard was my heart beat. Ah, uh, I can I can find a callback that's a week apart. <laughs> I think it's it's fascinating that like. You remember that, and you remember the fear. Yeah. For me, I remember the freedom. <laughs> and then seeing my mom flip out, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that was bad. <laughs> like, realizing, like, outwardly that needs to have been terrifying for me as well. But, like, for a minute, I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm free. This is awesome. Well, there- I'm going back up to the slices of body <laughs> at the Chicago Science Museum. If oh, you ever the go, slices so of body. Oh, is that where they actually like, like the, yeah. there's the thin slices and loose light. Yeah, and it's like the posters at like Kmart. <laughs> like you, you, you go through them, <laughs> and they're like in frames on hinges, and it's so creepy. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 wow. no, no, no. Yeah, that no. was that's what medical families do for fun. Who who's in medicine in your family? Everyone but me. <laughs> really? <laughs> Literally everyone but me. My dad's a neurologist. My mom was a nurse. My sister Lena was a uh, well. She was going to school for psychology before she passed away. Then uh, Cindy is a second grade teacher and a paramedic as well. And then Chrissy's a neurologist, and my sister Vanessa is a pediatrician. Wow. Yeah. And I'm just a a, a comedian and a product manager. <laughs> I, wa- I want to just talk about something for a second because you brought it up, which is like nothing when you're a kid made you feel worse 
than when your mom freaked out about something. Oh, I hate it. In a negative way. Yeah. Like if if you saw your mom cry about something, or if I said, well, let me be more specific. If I saw my mom cry about something, oh, I'm done. Like yeah. I I would I was tear central. Mm-hmm. I remember one time my mom came home and I was playing the Atari Empire Strikes Back game, which it was just blow up at ats. <laughs> <laughs> like you were in a snow that, yeah. you were in a snow speeder and basically all you had to do was wait for the blinking block and then and you sh- 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 hit the sh- one sh- button that you had access to. <laughs> right. And once you once you saw the blinking block on the at at, that's what you had to shoot and it was a one hit kill. But if you didn't, then you would have to keep going back and forth yep, yep. trying to sink the son of a bitch. Uh, so she walks in the door and the place is looks like no, you know, that two kids and a hobo dad have been living <laughs> in. Yeah. And she just starts crying. And we're like, no. <laughs> it was like instantly. Was it like straight down the line? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was just <laughs> like, oh, no. Because like it's so much emotion. Yeah. Like it's just emotional overload. And like when I, I was, when you're little, like, oh, you just cry and everything's okay. After that, like you can deal with it unless you're inconsolable. But once you get out of the inconsolableness, then you just kind of like, all right, everything's better again. Yeah. But like those moments, I just remember just been like, whoosh, emotion, deal with this little kid. (laughs) I don't know if it's good or bad, probably lucky from like a, a child's perspective, but everyone in my family, when like, our express our guttural expression of fear or sadness <laughs> is kind of entertaining. <laughs> like not intentionally, and I'm not saying like, you know, in a uh, it's so fun to watch us supper. No, it's just like <laughs> there's there's weird noises involved <laughs> with all of us. So and that like I think a lot of people's first reaction is gonna be like a, a snicker or a smile, and then they realize, oh, that's serious. Oh, so serious as well. because, like, yeah, crying noises are always bad. Yeah, Matt has a story on me because he's seen me cry a couple times. But one of the one of the major times that I remember is we watched uh, Life is Beautiful. <laughs> At least that's like appropriate, right? So we get to the end of Life is Beautiful when there's the big reveal that it was his father. I haven't seen it. uh, Well, spoiler (laughs) alert. 20 years after the fact. I tried. (laughs) You did great. So we we get to the end, and the big reveal happens. And all Matt hears is, no, no. That's not that's not what okay, happened. Well, that's he's... not what happened. What happened is you made a noise like you were laughing, and I turned around and I was ready to chastise you and be like, not appropriate. And then you're just like <laughs> 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 like where it got, I think like you were holding it in as best you could because you really didn't want to give me the satisfaction of seeing you cry. cry. And like, it just erupted. And I think like spit flew from your mouth. Oh yeah, I was a mess. I was wrecked. Yeah. But the same thing happened to me when I went to go see Big Fish. And I was with, uh, I was with my girlfriend at the time. 
And luckily I wore a hat and it gets to the end of the movie and you find out that like the dad wasn't really lying. He was just kind of putting a spin on a story and it like, it's the funeral and you see Danny DeVito walk up and it was like, Oh, so he was the carnival barker. And then you see the two twins and it, I, I thought that it was going to be a laugh where it was like, huh? But instead it went, (laughs) 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 and then it was like, Oh, I'm fucked. Dude. When it comes out of left field, too, like at least these are movies where like normal people cry because mine are like dumb. <laughs> They're just like it's the the confluence of like three a.m. and like just enough like whiskey or whatever it is that like the end of bucket list <laughs> isn't even the worst thing I've cried at. In the, my the, adult life. The Morgan Freeman Jack Nicholson. Well, and it's like it's inherently sad, but then they tag it with like a lame joke. Mm-hmm. And that's what did it. Oh it's like no. you're you're teetering and it's just like, you know, they're doing the ashes. He's like, and his final wish was to spread his ashes on top of Mount Everest because it's illegal. <laughs> like whatever that because that's a horrible Morgan Freeman. Uh and probably not even the line. Because I was too busy crying. <laughs> and it wasn't like, that was just like, it caught me out of nowhere. It wasn't like snot bubble cry. It was just like, a, oh, there it goes. Um, the worst, and there's no reason, no rhyme or reason for it, other than just an overwhelming sense of empathy for a gem from a gem in the holograms <laughs> commercial <laughs> for the movie that I'm sure sucked as much as the toy. It got pulled within a week. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe I just felt bad for the whole production. But, like, it was just, like, that's when I knew, like, it's time for bed. <laughs> it's showtime synergy. Yeah. It's, it's time to go now. I just, again, another thing that you don't tell people that you're going to see again. <laughs> that's, uh, that's something you admit to, like, a total stranger. Or yeah, like, I cried at a gem on the holograms yeah. commercial. What about it? Yeah, not even the whole movie. It was just the commercial. <laughs> I felt that much for it. Well, it is established fact that the 1980 Miracle on Ice will make me cry damn near every time, or at least choke me up. When Michael Ruzioni is skating around the ice, and then you hear, do you believe in miracles? Yes. I'm like... <laughs> it's It's the Olympic fever. I had the Olympic fever. Yeah. Oh God! Take that, you stupid Russian! I see. I feel like I'd watch early night, like the '94. Was that the big one? Not that. Not for that. That was the big. That was the Nancy Kerrigan and. Uh, mm. Was that '94? Am I on the right? You're year in the yeah. You're the right. I thought it was '92 or '92. When did they start doing it every two years? Because I feel like uh, that's I think when that it was, stopped being I think so special. That yeah yeah. Um, I think that. It was at least two thousand because ninety six was Atlanta. Okay. Um. And I, yeah, I I think it might have been Australia, uh, where they were like, "Hey, guess what? We're not gonna we're not gonna do this like two in one year. Fuck it." Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember what two thousand two was. I don't remember. When was Lilyhammer? That was ninety two. That was ninety. Yeah, it was okay. Barcelona and Lin- Lillehammer, I think. Because and they were in the same year. Okay. David Letterman sent his mom as the correspondent to Lillehammer. 
I don't know if you remember that. I or do not. remember yeah, that. Yeah. Hi, David. <laughs> yeah. I remember reading like in a weekly reader type, like the like a school publication <laughs> all about Lillehammer, Norway. I remember reading about Haley's Comet when Haley's Comet was around last. Oh, yeah. I was in second 80, grade. 86, I think. Yeah, I was in second grade. That's all I remember. And they were like, here it is. It's Haley's Comet. Oh, it was such a big deal. Oh, yeah. Like it space was. Space in I, general. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I remember the Different Strokes episode that had Haley's Comet. Um, in the possibly the worst special effects I've ever seen, because they like they couldn't be bothered to just like get footage of Haley's comet. It was like, oh hey, look at that! There's a comet up there, and you like saw the comet go by, and it was like that is not how Haley's there was a comet guy with, with a LED on his finger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh wow, look at that! That's a shooting star, you idiots. They totally they different. got it way better on Out of This World than they did on that. <laughs> Out of this world, Evie. Evie. You can stop time. Uh, uh, like, only her and Zach Morris. Oh, they, Zach Morris is trash. Zach Morris is trash. I'm so glad that the world finally caught up to that. <laughs> that, well, I saw the first episode of that probably a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how old it was at that point. But yeah, they're now all on um, Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I ended up watching like 10 of them in a row. Then Matt and Jen Hansen came over and we ended up watching like three of them with Catherine. And it is, it's like, oh my God, he is a, he's a sociopath. Yeah. Like the, the one where he sells the stock, the company or the, the, the class bought, it was like Miss Bliss, her class she was teaching about the stock market so of course they all pulled their money and bought something and he sold the stock to buy potato futures and ended up um like losing all the money that miss bliss was going to use to buy a car because her car was old (laughs) like it was just it was like and then like he like he's just he's trash he is the worst kind of person that just constantly fails up. The one where he lies about being sick to go to a baseball. No, game. he lies about being. Oh no, you're right. He, uh, no, he, I thought he lied about being Jewish. Oh right. So he could take uh, what was it Yom Kippur or Rosh Hashanah off? Off. So he goes to a baseball game, but then he's spotted by Jesse's br- cousin, brother, her stepbrother, her stepbrother, oh, and then. He gets Lisa to take him out in Belding's car, and she ends up falling for him, and then she ends up trashing his car, and then he's like, oh. because because they took a picture Screech of took them picture together of in the car to blackmail him, and Just, and then he does a raffle, and he takes the money to. Fix the car? It's insane. Well, he he does the raffle, fixes the raffle so Screech wins, so they can then use the money <clears throat> to fix and, the car. And, and didn't Slater do the body work on the car for yes. that? But then the so unrealistic. But then <laughs> the auto shop took it apart, and then Jesse's brother-in-law put it all back together. Step brother. Nope. Brother brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. <laughs> she married into it. <laughs> 
he Zach made... Morris is trash. <laughs> <laughs> or the what was the one where like he writes the school song and then they gave him lemon juice? <laughs> What I do not the remember. Be true this. to your school. Like at the assembly, Zach Morris writes some song, and Screech wrote like some more traditional lame one, and he like rigged the voting again or whatever. So he wins, and he's like playing like an electric guitar. Ugh. So they gave him lemon juice so that he couldn't sing the you know the rock and roll melody of the song, and what? then I think they wound up going with Screech's thing. You know, for something that I used to like, I'm glad that that's the knowledge that got replaced oh. with like something more functional. I hope, <laughs> like the encyclopedic understanding of like every Saved by the Bell episode, I'm glad is faded, and only like the top five are still there. Oh yeah, well, if only that would happen for us. <laughs> I I remember the one with Becky the Duck. Oh, and uh, oh, yeah. and for some reason they're drilling for oil in the, the football or field. Cal Star or whatever, yeah. Ugh. And the spray bottle. Yeah, uh, I, with the... um, yeah, that's seared. That's into seared the into. The, that's hardwired now. Yep. <laughs> that that oh, just God. made me want to clean up oily ducks. <laughs> oh, give me like, some Dawn and a duck. Yep. Dawn and a box of Q-tips and and let me save the world. <laughs> you know what though? I would. And like I like my job and stuff, but I would so much rather clean oily ducks because like when the ducks are clean, they look so happy. And like I don't know if you've ever seen like the pictures of like the ducks where like they turn their head and they like make that face. Like who doesn't want to see that every day? Like I want to see that every day. But it's <laughs> duck washer, not a real job, unfortunately. Yeah, that, no. that's definitely not a six figure job. <laughs> no, that that's sort of like a you know you're you're still sharing an apartment at forty, but <laughs> and you're not married. That's just a roommate. <laughs> but we both feel real good about ourselves. Yeah, that's all right. We're we're doing great. The ducks really like. Yeah, them. you probably live in like a nice like you're in Florida or something for that. <laughs> I, I would at least think on, you're on not doing that post, in like yeah. Iowa, Iowa duck cleaner. <laughs> like, hey, if that's your job, you're still doing better than me. <laughs> like, maybe not financially, just in life and happiness. <laughs> right. And really, what's yeah. more important? But I can pay my Comcast bill. <laughs> Damn it! Why am I plugging them? <laughs> Stop giving them business. They don't deserve the business. They don't. I remember one time when I I had Comcast for three weeks. Um, I've had wow the entire time I've had my house and there was a, a point where like, wow, wouldn't give me the rate that I wanted. Like I called them up, tried to haggle. Um, and they just, nope, they, they wouldn't do it. So I went with Comfast for three weeks and wow called me back and they were like, Hey, I don't know who told you we couldn't do that, but we can totally do it will you come back? And I was like, fuck yeah, I fucking hate Comcast. So I called them back and someone burped into the phone and hung up where it was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, Wait, at for wow real? no, no Comcast. Uh, welcome to <laughs> no, like I, I had to call support or something to like schedule when to drop the stuff off. And someone just picks up the phone and was like, huh? What? <laughs> we're like, I just I couldn't believe that it just happened. So like I had to call back and be like, "Yeah, hi. Someone just burped into my phone." Like, "Yeah, we see that in the notes. That's the one thing they <laughs> noted for real." 
we're going to be giving them a customer service award now is literally the best we got. <laughs> Enter notes. Straight up burped into this guy's face. Enter. <laughs> Balloons. Sparks. Employee of the Month Award awarded immediately. Now the Edward B. Comcast <laughs> Award for stellar customer service goes to Burp. Derek. Burp face. I'd just like to say this award sucks. You suck. I hate this place. <laughs> Fuck you guys. See you later, nerds. I named my Comcast cable box the worst. <laughs> and I swear to God, that's the only reason things have gotten fixed on it. <laughs> is because they'll see it and they'll laugh and be like, All right, man, no, we'll we'll just flash it through. You don't even need to stay on the phone anymore. I'm like, I knew you guys are just doing this to torture us. <laughs> well, I had I had squirrels eat my line because we have so many squirrels here in Royal Oak. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like they just gnawed on the line and then I was losing. I was losing, and I was like, what the fuck? And they're like, well, we barely have a connection to your house. And the guy came out, and he was like, yeah, this is your problem. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all got squirrels, man. Because, <laughs> like, they'll just chew a little bit on it, and they'll be like, this isn't delicious. And then it'll just get wet. And then yeah. it's just like, well, copper and wetness is a great combo. <laughs> like, yeah. things go super well when you have wet copper. Yeah, copper definitely doesn't oxidize really quickly either. No. Leave a leave an old like a pre-1982 penny in your bathroom <laughs> and see what happens to it over time. There's one stuck in my like in my shower, like to the ceiling. And I just thought it was like a black mark on the ceiling. It went long past like the turquoise and it's just like blacked out penny. Mm-hmm. You would just have to pop it off. I still haven't. I mean, mean, he's not going to spend it. No, I mean, it's... This is a science I don't want to see what the other side of it looks like. (laughs) Perfectly clean. I want to see if it takes another turn. And if my bathroom is even more toxic. Well, now you have the power of copper, and everybody knows copper heals. <laughs> it does. I stick, I stick my feet on the ceiling in the shower every morning just to make sure all of the uh, chakras are aligned. all my chakras are aligned. That was the best when it was like, "Hey, put on this magnetic bracelet. It totally balance you out, bro." Oh, you know what though? One of the guys at judo had a bracelet. And he was talking about, like, no, it really works. And it was like, oh, you have a master's degree. <laughs> you should know better than this. This sounds like pseudoscience, but it sure. doesn't sound like pseudoscience, Matt. It is pseudoscience. Oh, well, you see, it's the magnets. Fuck you with your magnets. That's awesome. So all the impurities are just going to stick around in my wrist right at that giant like <laughs> or, highway or the, of blood. The, the thing where they where they put the pad on the bottom of your foot and that gets all and of the, see, the toxins yeah. out where it's like, no, um, no, like I know that it might you might think that toxins are heavy and they'll just sink to your foot. That's not how sick. things go, though. No. So sorry about that. I will. I love the the detox uh, colon cleaner, which <laughs> has been proven to cause the backups. Like there, there is like one that's like supposed to be great. 
once you take this is gonna gonna clean you out. You're Colon gonna, blow. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna have just the grossest stuff come out of you. Yeah, it's like carrot and cayenne pepper, <laughs> like lemon. Well, like this this stuff, like these these it's pills. It's a mix or something. It's a yeah. mix. Well, they pretty much proved like it's the mix that's coming out in this awful wave of disgustingness. Yeah. It is not it is not your your health cuz you would die if this yeah. just stuck around. <laughs> like I don't I mean I guess I understand the concept of like detox or at least why people would want that to me. It's just like I mean yeah. Say what it is. This will make you poop and then you're going to you're <laughs> You're going to take this and then you're going to spend more time looking at your poop than you normally would. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if there are people who don't inspect after. I, I don't think I do anymore. I. Unless I, some, I, I, I to me, it. It doesn't make sense to not to, but I've also had like a lot of health issues, so. I, you know, I'm practically a doctor in my clinical analysis. We're like, hmm. Oh, yeah. Was it like. Must the, have eaten beets. Is it like, Saffir Simpson? Is that the different, the poop scale? I don't remember what it's called, but there's the one where it's like the tari and the, the different consistencies. I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, think I I'll, have wistful afternoon. <laughs> that, that's mine. <laughs> I need a shit that can take me from morning into night. <laughs> I need a poop that is no business after 10 o'clock. I want the pungency to tell me that I've lived a good day. <laughs> but I want easy cleanup. New designer poops by Yves Saint Laurent. All day. Uh, all day poop. All day toilet, for real. Oui. <laughs> all, really, you'll be on the toilet all day. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, gonna try to get us off of the toilet. Yeah, let's move and on to something else. I don't know what that something else is yet, though. Uh, so another thing that um, that had happened at judo where it was the kid's heart was in the right place, but one of the um, one of the teenagers, uh, someone landed on her foot. And so, you know, her foot was kind of swelling a little bit and she was sitting off by the side and she was kind of crying. And one of the kids from, I'll just say, a much less reputable establishment was there. Because, like, we were trying to bring some kids from there to ours to, like, teach them what was and wasn't judo. From the Arthur Murray School of Judo. (laughs) This is dance judo. The uh, use uh, your partner's energy. Well, so to merengue. <laughs> this kid was trying to um, to heal her with key, and it was like, oh Jesus! So he's like running his hands like an inch away from her foot, but like over her foot to draw, you know, the the key or the chi, you know, to heal the foot. And I'm just looking at it like. Dude, no, just stop. You're you're a, like you're a sophomore in high school. Just just knock it off. I really like I really want to beat you up right now. <laughs> just seeing this happen, just no, no, no. Like if you were an adult, I'd want to beat you up, but 
just, oh, it's a little more to but your that high school dude. Kid. He's in for a rude awakening in college now, because like that that will not fly. They're gonna be like bullshit and walk right <laughs> past it. You're not you're not healing my ankle. Like <laughs> no, <laughs> no. You're, this I, is dumb, and I'm done. Yeah, he. I feel like in the like in 2000, he's someone you would see in the dorms, and that would work. That would fly. They'd be like, he healed me with his king. But no, ultimately now I feel like at least people get called bullshit on that type of. Uh, you like have more. It, you like have more. You have more faith in people than I do. I think that a lot of people would still totally fall for it. Granted, I think he was doing it out of a genuine place of niceness. Um, but yeah, no, in college, dude's looking to get his dick wet. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. So I guess I didn't really realize what the scenario was. There. Oh yeah, yeah. But the, a the, sophomore the girl... in high school who's trying to pull that—that that definitely seems like a move. Like, with this kid, I don't think it was. Um, like this kid was moved less. Like, well, yeah, the kid, yeah, yeah. But also, her dad, who weighed almost three hundred pounds, was right next to them. So I don't think it was a move. I think it was just like he was trying to be very helpful. He was trying to help. And yeah. you know, like I think I heard, maybe it was the dad talking about like, oh yeah, like. The Eastern mystical arts are very useful. It was like, oh, god damn it, Bob. You know, this is the same guy who had the magnetic bracelet, by the way. So, well, then he was like, mover force. Yeah. <laughs> what? Her life force, move it to her foot. Get that I, life force in her foot. I just picture this guy getting home, like, strip the fridge. We got an ankle injury. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you're eating nothing but turmeric and nutmeg for the next two days. <laughs> so lucky I cinnamon. grabbed that stack from Roto Rooter. <laughs> well, of, of them, of them. <laughs> that's what I always think. Like that—that's a refrigerator magnet. It's just a bunch of different bands with different plumbers <laughs> on them. Because <laughs> that's the house I bought. <laughs> like, you can tell if you're if you're ever in the market for a new house. Check out all of the repair thing. Like, all the repair magnets on the fridge should tell you what's messed up in that house. Because <laughs> you come to my house, it's like, oh, your plumbing's fucked. <laughs> no, man, Crager Plumbing, they're just cool people. <laughs> like, And then when they screwed it up, we called four others. <laughs> what is going on with your house? Nothing. Uh, th- this was all when I got it, but I do have, like, a parade of the vans Oh, like everyone had that van magnet. Oh yeah, I got and nothing against Craiger Plumbing. I don't even think I've ever used them. I have your magnet though. Thank you. Uh, it's 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 holding up a receipt for something. <laughs> Should have called Craiger. Yeah, but that's that was just like a thought that I had because that was the beginning of my magnet collection as like an adult. <laughs> well, it's funny that you say that because yeah, I was. We came home from New Year's this year, and our heat was out. And, like, our, our furnace would turn on, but then it turned itself off okay. because it was overheating, like the solenoids or whatever. I don't yep. fucking know. I have no idea. Anyway, text PJ because I know that he has a guy. I get the guy's number. I give him a call. He's like, have you replaced your filter? I'm like, 
no. He's like, well, start there. See if it runs. You pulled it out and it looked like a woolly mammoth. Well, I I pulled it out and it turned to dust in my hand. <laughs> like, so I cleaned it like you do on the dryer. <laughs> and when it was disintegrating into my hand, I swear it sounded like a woman crying. <laughs> <laughs> just sad just tears. Something you know the sound of instinctively. <laughs> <laughs> so it, that doesn't work. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sorry, man. It, I mean, it's New Year's Day. And I'm like, can he come over? He's like, I got three other jobs. I'll be there when I can get there. So I put Catherine in our bedroom with a space heater. I'm down here with like a jacket on and, <laughs> and a sweater. And uh, because it was super cold. Oh, too. yeah, it definitely was. And, um, he fixes it no problem, but like without even a word, right on the furnace, he puts his magnet and then he writes down what he did that day on the magnet. And it was like, all right, I guess you're my guy now. Yep. I'm like, that alpha move just yeah. got my business. It's when they take down the other one. Yeah, the, these guys are bullshit. Breaks it in half. I mean, I did just this weekend replace my hot water heater. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, this thing was, first of all, it sounded like a whining baby Mm. in the basement. And it was just that. That must have sounded terrifying. Well, because, yeah, considering there's no babies in my house (laughs) and I live alone with a dog that doesn't make noise. (laughs) It It was concerning, other than the squirrels, which, by the way. You got off light with the squirrels, buddy. Yeah, if they make it in your house, yeah. They when they just, when they get into the inner sanctum, you are screwed. And they then, destroy everything. Yeah, and and they poop a lot, and they can't eat grapes because <laughs> that makes them poop a lot in your house when they get and, in. And they have disturbingly large turds of varying consistencies. I thought I had an animal party in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> because basically it was just animal <laughs> party. So I wake up one day and I see like all this stuff is like just thrashed in my kitchen. And let me preface this by uh I had someone fix my gutters and the guy flashed off a couple spots on the roof where he thought animal like squirrels were getting in. Um and then Comcast was over, similar issue. My, you know, my cable kept going out. Guy, you know, checked all the cables and he's like, hey man, is that dog the only pet you have in the house? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, you don't have any other ones like in the basement? And I'm like, did I strike you as like the type of monster who keeps just secret pets in my basement, <laughs> dude? Like... I think you got like squirrels or something, man. I saw like a gray bushy tail just run. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I go down there and I, I look with him and he shows me the path. I'm like, yep, that sounds like that's probably a squirrel. All right. Didn't think much of it for like the next couple of days. Oh, Other shit. than there's one in the basement. So my kitchen is trashed. I wake up one day or I get home, whatever it was. And there's like this greenhouse window off of my kitchen that like you know you could grow herbs in it or whatever mm-hmm. but i just had like you know scented candles or like you know wine bottles or whatever crap just wound up there because 
you know, I'm not an interior decorator. Just a, <laughs> just a lazy dude who lives alone. So it's basically what a 12-year-old would do with a house. Um, so that whole, <laughs> that decorum was all smashed. Like, not like broken, but just all knocked over. And there's just various types of shit. And I'm like, what the hell happened here? All right, now I got to, like, do a deep clean on the kitchen. And, like, completely cleaned it out. And by I, I mean uh, a friend of ours, Tracy, came, like, was nice enough to be like, yeah, we'll, we'll deep clean your kitchen because you clearly suck at living. And that's not going to happen <laughs> if you're the one. If it's on you, you're just going to wait till that dries up and, like, still cook around it. <laughs> so that's not true. I, I've, got, no, no. I've got standards. And you're still and alive yeah. because you didn't die of dysentery. Exactly. <laughs> or parasites, yeah. But she completely cleaned it, which allowed me to do the forensic analysis the <laughs> next three days while this thing was still in my house. So how'd you get it out? So the guy who did the gutters was like, yeah, I got a trap. I'll bring it over. So he sets this trap, and I go to work, and I come back. And this thing was, like, slathered in peanut butter. It is bone dry. No animal. Triggered. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, it's bigger than the squirrel trap. What do we have? And now I'm thinking, all right, it's got to be more than one animal. Because there's all sorts of different, like, textures and consistencies of right. of droppings in my kitchen. Now, now I have animals. Yeah. Oh, and no. it turns out it was just one squirrel who ate grapes, and they can't process the cellulose. Oh, no. So it was basically the progression of probably, like, eating, I don't know, drywall <laughs> and then <laughs> grapes. <laughs> so it was like... You unearthed... <laughs> yeah, and this thing is huge. Like, I'll show you a picture later. It was gigantic. Uh, I was not going to trap it in the basement. I basically... Like, my dog was terrified of it, so I had to <laughs> lock her in the room. And I'm like, but what if it gets in the room? And now she can't get out, but this thing can get in. You're like, I'm worst case scenario thinking. So I'm like, I got to work from home and figure this out. Get this thing out. And like my coworkers had to have thought it was bullshit. Like my my whole like week was disrupted by squirrel. <laughs> so I said when I finally see it. So like I go, I, you know, I have like an office area. <clears throat> Next to my kitchen, so I'm sitting in there, like, you know, doing work, and I hear it. It's in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, dude, like, get up. And I go, like, I get pictures of it, and this thing is a huge, even for a squirrel. Like, it looks like cat-sized. Holy shit. And I'm like, all right, so I try and, like, open the window. I want to verify that it's out of the house. So I open the window, and it's not going. I'm like, all right, whatever. I move the trap up to the kitchen from the basement, and, like, within five minutes... Bam, and it's shaking, and it's angry, and it goes nuts for, like, an hour just trying to get out of this. And I'm like, is it okay? Also, now what? What do I do? I've got the squirrel in the cage. Where do I take it? So I call around, and I'm told, like, legally I can only bring it to the end of the driveway. I'm like, well, that's not going to help my cause. And, like, the, the people who do squirrel removal, they're like, you want to drive it at least 20 miles away. We have a place in Marysville where we take them. And I'm like, okay. They're like, but you can't. You have to do it at the end of the driveway. And I'm like weighing out like, all right, are there squirrel police that are going to come at right. me if I move this thing somewhere? 
But also, it's like it was on the verge of winter, so I'm like, I'm really screwing this thing over if I like drive it 20 miles away and it's just been saving nuts in my backyard <laughs> or like somewhere in my house. Even worse, I'm allergic to nuts, so there's that too. Um, so I'm like, I felt bad. I just take it to like Oak Park. Like, you know, a couple miles down the road, there's a, you know, an elementary school with a bunch of trees that there's no school going on there. I'm like, perfect. Break into there and you're not, you know, screwing up anyone's house. But like before I came to that conclusion, this thing is sitting in my kitchen. It finally calms down. And then out of nowhere, I hear it making like weird calls. And then there's responses from the trees outside. And it's like from every direction. So it's like making a distress call, and now I'm surrounded. So I had to get the thing out of the house. Like it was ter- It was the weirdest thing to like. First of all, it is like you you are at war when you're trying to get this thing out of your house. And then I finally had it, and then like I felt bad letting it out, you know. Yeah. And like it even stopped and turned and like looked at me. I'm like, dude, you're not getting back in this. Like I'm not taking you back. Um, and then like winter happened and towards the end of winter, like I have a garbage can in my backyard that I don't really use. I I generate like a bag or two of garbage a week. I just take that right out to the curb instead of having to like open a gate, move a car, all that stuff. So this garbage can filled with water and froze and, uh, and I had a friend over, and she was going to throw trash out in the backyard. And she was like, there's something in your garbage can. And there are two squirrels frozen, <gasps> dead, Oh no! into the block of ice. And something was eaten part of one of them. Oh, no. Probably another squirrel. Honestly. Yeah. And then just today, there is a bone on my front porch. That's not a chicken bone. I don't know what it is, but it wasn't there when I left for work this morning. And there are no human footprints anywhere near it in the snow surrounding my my front porch. Oh, my God. And I have baby squirrels in my ceiling, and you can't do anything about that. Supposedly, you can't move, like, families. So I'm just, like, screwed with that. I have, like, the the every so often... I have like the Amazon Echo Dot things hooked up to speakers in my kitchen. And I'm like, Alexa, what does an eagle sound like? <laughs> Just to see if that'll scare it away. Eagles sound super, super like not intimidating at all. It's just like, <laughs> I'm like, that's not scaring anything away. So listen to it uh, for yeah. an owl. So then it's just like, Alexa, play some Slipknot. <laughs> like, hopefully. Hopefully that's enough to like get them away for a bit, but then I feel really so have guilty. You figured out how the hell they're getting in? Yeah, it's the same spot. They basically peeled back the flashing until all the rivets <laughs> popped off. So these fuckers are strong. So I'm not really sure. I live under two gigantic oak trees that encapsulate my house, and there's like no really good way of trimming them. And there's all the power cords under it. So it's sort of like the laser field. And like if someone's trying to break into a bank vault in the movie, (laughs) like that's the field of wires (laughs) under the canopy of these trees. 
that you know encapsulate my house. There's I'm just screwed. Like they're basically roommates at this point. So as long as they're not like chewing wiring, I'm like, well, last time I tried, they wound up driving further into the house. So like we'll just let them be here. And like I've I've had nights where I'm like smashing the ceiling with like a yeah. broomstick, or it's actually yeah. the neck of a bass guitar. <laughs> like I smashed in high school. So and I've like been like I've had my next door neighbors like see me doing this. <laughs> and I'm just like, hey, what can you do? You hear them. Like, it's like a thing. Like I've had to come clean about my squirrel problems to my neighbors because I'm like, yeah, well, you know, three in the morning, if you see me banging on the ceiling like a you know, with the broomstick, that's why. I uh, I had mice in my house for a while uh, before I had my cats, and I would I would be sleeping, and it would be like one o'clock in the morning, and you would just hear. Oh yeah, yeah, you'd hear it in the walls, and it's like, oh god damn it! So I'd go and I'd smack the wall, and they'd mm-hmm. stop until I got back in bed, and then yep. and then they go, oh, it's like they and it's like they're in your head and they're messing with you. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so I I bought like. 10 rat traps and i put them all throughout the house i had them up in the attic and stuff and one night i'm sitting there i just turned the light off and i heard whack up in the attic and i was like okay there's a couple situations i like i'm weighing my options and i'm like all right one don't discount the fact it could be a ghost and it's just trying to get you up in the (laughs) attic and then it's a fucking horror show up there two you're going to open it and there's a dead fucking mouse and that's going to be terrible for you. You're going to see it probably still squirming. No, thanks. Three, you're going to forget about it until summer and then you're going to open it and it's going to smell like a, like a uh, slaughterhouse or something in there. Just forget it ever happened. Um, but I had, <laughs> when I first moved into my house, I bought a big bag of bird seed. And I left it in the garage and I used to leave the garage door open when I was doing yard work. And one of them got in and was like, Hey, I just hit the mother load. And so they brought all their fucking mice friends and they yeah, just like mice Costco. Right. Yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> it's just chilling in your garage. Yeah. 40 pounds of bird seed here. And so I think it was actually during my housewarming party. Um, I went out into the garage. Uh, I had my beer out in the garage. Um, and I went out to get beer and I opened it and I just heard whoosh. And I heard a bunch of them run all over the place. Oh. And I was like, God damn it. You couldn't even like take one night off, bastards. And so now, like, whenever I, I can smell mice, like, I just know what they smell like. And if I open the garage door and I smell it, I'm like, I have to get rat traps. Um, but I would come out every night. There'd be one in the garage or once in a while I'd catch one in the house. Ooh. And I felt bad because they looked like chipmunks. They were mice. Yeah. But they looked like chipmunks. And I like chipmunks. And I don't want to kill them. But those mice were in my walls and they were getting close to my food, which is not cool. If you guys would have stayed outside, maybe we could have worked something out. But you just yeah. had to ruin it. 
you had to push it. No, and that drives you into Rambo mode. Oh, it totally <laughs> does. Yeah. It totally is. Yeah, it's like, look, I'm, I'm, uh, mice and rats caused the fucking plague. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm it not. Was gerbils actually. Was it gerbils? It was gerbils. Fuck rodents, bro. Yeah. I like. I mean, I loved the hamsters and the gerbils that we had as kids, but it's mm-hmm. like they're in cages. Yeah, yeah, not loose. Well, and yeah, my or brother in like a plastic ball. My brother actually had a mouse as a pet uh, when he came back from the army. He had a mouse and he had a uh, uh, an iguana because those are perfectly normal pets. Um, well, I remember Squirt. Yeah, Squirt was the iguana. It, well, I'm trying to think of a good way to describe it that doesn't bring up the term kaiju. This thing. Oh, the stink lizard that was in the basement. <laughs> this thing was gigantic. And like my brother built a huge enclosure for it. Um, but I think it got to the point where my parents didn't want to feed it because the thing well, I mean, it was like the size of a human. Um, and it, it had it had these huge talons and this giant tail. And if it would have hit you with its tail, like if it would have really whipped you, it could have it could have broken your hand or, you know, yeah, your wrist the or wind something. Out of you. Yeah. And then once it knocks one out of you, it's just going to eat your face. As iguanas want. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're terrifying when they, even at like a small size, if you're not expecting them. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, lizards, because of how they move, are terrifying. Yes. Because it's like no movement, no movement, no movement, fast movement. (laughs) Yeah. Out of nowhere. (laughs) Exactly. They're 20 yards away. They're in my face. Yeah. (laughs) Like my buddy's brother had an iguana growing up. And I did barely even remember this thing other than one time walking into the bedroom. There's a ficus plant. And then this thing jumps. Didn't even <laughs> jump on me, just towards me. And I got busted for shouting an F-bomb as like a, a five-year-old <laughs> because this thing came out of nowhere and I wasn't expecting it. And that's like the community parenting that would go on back then where it's like, oh, you're getting your ass beat for that kid. But I just almost was like murdered. Was fucking iguana. Come on. <laughs> I didn't know it was there. I'm looking out the window. Yeah, you're just a five-year-old. You go in your friend's room. Yeah. Fucking Godzilla jumps out from behind a ficus, and it's just, Jesus, fuck. Yep, pretty much. And then you're just getting spanked by someone else's mom. <laughs> yeah, I I get it. Yeah. I, I lived, uh, when, when I was growing up, we lived on a cul-de-sac where like everybody knew everybody else and you you learned real quick don't smart off to one of the other neighbors they'll spank you and your parents when you come home crying your parents will be like what'd you do mm-hmm. i got spanked by a strange like a strange man or woman that lives on this block like but what did you yeah, do the presumption is that's <laughs> on you yeah <laughs> yeah not like it is now. No. Different time. Now it's just like that That house gets swarmed with cop cars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that person's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jason, it was great to have you back on the show. Thank you so much for having me back. Uh, we have reached the point of the show where we talk about something that we're into. Um, right now, um, I... So, again, we, we are recording this before uh, we've had the baby... I'm in a weird space. I guess what I'm into this week is just kind of appreciating this time because it's kind of like, and that kind of is, it is the 
end of this phase of my life. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Whereas like getting married was the end of that phase. This is now like Catherine and, and I have been married for seven years. And now it's like that phase is over. And now it's we have a kid for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. So what is that like? Oh, yeah. You like this. It's almost like whoever you are now is is a person of the past. It, right. Like but I'm living. I'm like living on borrowed time of my old life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that this fl- this switch is about to flip. Right. And then all it is is like you're going to see pictures of when you used to have free time. <laughs> right. Well, like <laughs> this, the casualness like. of which we got together this evening may or may not be as easy. Oh, in yeah. The, in the in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, well, that's why we've been loading up so much is because I wanted to make sure I had at least a month, you know, like. Yeah, c- you're going to need time to figure stuff out. We got to figure stuff out. I don't want people coming over right away like. It's a brand new baby, like yeah. There's there's still gonna be logistics there, right? It's a brand new baby. Don't bring diseases into the house, right? Disease <laughs> and just also like you're gonna be into that, right? <laughs> and like I want to be, I want to be present when I'm home, not like oh, don't worry, Catherine's got it. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, you you want to get off on a good foot. I mean, I feel like even if you wanted to be lazy, it's still a lot. Yeah, like my friends who are lazy. And, like, dude, it's cool. Not lazy. They're just, like, they've got it where it's, like, you know, they they got super cocky. And it's, like, we're still going to be doing, like, a tailgate when we have, like, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, I know completely I'm not. And, like, all the other parents just cackle. Like, (laughs) I see it. I'm just, like, yeah, I'm not sure how that's going to work. I don't know. Personally, I have a dog. It's, like, a toddler all the time, you know. But like that's limiting enough. I would imagine a kid's like ten times more, and you got to deal with it in the middle of the night. But like people who have kids just see that, and they're like, huh, "Oh, that, no, that's sweet. Tell me again what you're gonna be doing." <laughs> but they also all seem super happy. So there's that. Yeah, and I'm absolutely looking forward to that part. But I'm definitely gonna have to start working out a schedule. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, we might need to do biweekly on our recordings." Well, we used to do that with Matters. We, we definitely did with Matters. We do that with Roach Coach. So we just kind of have to figure it out. But, you know, we can't do anything until the baby is here. And until then, we'll just keep we'll keep going. But, yeah, it's, it's like when you know, like up until this point, it has obviously been a reality that Catherine is pregnant and that we're going to have this baby. But, like, seeing her now... It's like, oh, we are like any day now. Like as of time of recording, we are nine days away from our due date. So Mm -hmm. really, we have entered any minute. Yeah, this is this is you are on on alert. Yeah, like if the kid's late, then it's really like oh shit. Well, then it kind of becomes like okay. Well, when are they going to tell us that they want us? Yeah, now yeah they've they've gotten it figured out to where it's like all right. Now just pick a day. When you want your kid's birthday to be. <laughs> yeah. So it just it just becomes real. Like, I need to get more sleep now. And I'm up burning the candle at both ends, just trying to, like, get ready. And the baby's not even here. So I don't know how we're... We'll figure it out. Yeah. I, I think I would almost be doing, like, time trials of, like, all right, let, let me get used to three hours of sleep. 
like just set a fire alarm or whatever. <laughs> Like set <laughs> set an alarm clock in the basement and go to bed upstairs. Oh no, he'd and sleep at three he'd in the morning. Right it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a I'm a heavy sleeper. I mean, you got to get Catherine used to smacking you until you're awake to to deal with those things. Like, that is true. That's that's the next order of you know. Well, Catherine, like the baby for her has been waking her up every three to four hours anyway, so it's like she's already kind of in that schedule. <laughs> like, yeah. But for me, I mean, I've been sleeping, and well, I mean, well, nothing. I'm like, oh, I can't get my baby's gonna. But it's more like, all right, cool, and it it's short time, you know, it's not forever. Well, yeah, and I think I think once you get the baby sleep trained, you'll be you'll be okay. Yeah. It's just actually getting the baby sleep trained. It, it's, your results it's may one, vary. It's one hundred percent the unknown at this point it's yeah, like yeah. what do you know about babies they cry all the time they keep you up well you talk to some of my other friends and i was like he was sleeping at four weeks yeah yip, 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 yip. you know he slept the whole night and then there's other people who was like eight months before they finally slept the night you know i mean yeah, it's just I, I i have some friends where it was way longer than eight months right and just depends. Everything just fucking depends. Yep. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. Or even like within the same family where it's like, yeah, we got spoiled with the first one. We had no idea what we were in for until round two or <laughs> vice versa, where it's like, I was terrified when I found out it was happening again. No. Oh, my gosh. She just slept right away. You know? Right. So, like, yeah, I guess you never know. Like, I work with the lady who was just coming back from maternity leave and like. She's just like, you know, yeah, she's already, she's always slept, like, you know, from day one. Is She's on a schedule. She's super quiet, doesn't cry a lot. This lady looked like she didn't just have a baby. And, like, literally everyone is just like, oh, my gosh, that's great. And I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. I walk away. And you could totally tell the people who have kids. Because I'm just like. That's awesome. Congratulations all around. It's like, oh, you must not have kids. There's not even a twinge of resentment in here. Yeah, I I remember uh, at one of the companies I used to work for, um, there was this woman who you could not tell she was pregnant unless you saw her at the right angle. Because, you know, I mean, she she basically looked like a fitness model, except when you saw her. And it was like, those are the models that pee in the pod, man. It's like that she's pregnant no she's not yeah but i mean like she was really healthy she was always eating and she was eating healthy food and i think that a month after she gave birth she came back to work like with the baby to like show the baby off or whatever and she looked exactly like she did before she got pregnant and you could just see the seething hatred that a lot of the women who have like four kids just they just looked at her like i hope you I don't hope you die because you have your baby with you. Good for you. You look great. Yeah, like, I hope you get diarrhea later. (laughs) I work for a lady who, like, looked younger after each kid. No joke. No joke. Baby was a fucking fountain of youth. She basically looked like a 15-year-old with three kids afterwards. (laughs) And, like, everyone... And she was already, like, super bubbly and happy and, like, super... Like, just basically a cyborg. Like, I, I don't... I still am not sure. She's like kicked everyone's ass at bar games to like it, something about 
and like the best person to work for. So it was a weird like combo of everything. But she had three kids, and I kid you not, came back like younger and fitter and more energetic after each one. And people were just like, I just we I hate your guts. start with you. Yeah, like <laughs> like all right, take your sunshine somewhere else. I'm still dealing with like well, like, her my kids. kid's 15, and I'm trying to keep him out of juvie. <laughs> like it's been a 15 year <laughs> slide. I I I worked with this one woman who had three kids and the three kids were all super well-behaved geniuses. And then another woman that we worked with who was friends with her and these three kids were like they were whirling dervishes disasters who like couldn't be bothered with school and it was just always so funny to see the one and the other where like they'd be talking <laughs> and they'd be like oh yeah you know, Jonathan got like a C minus on his test, and then like during the middle of the night, had explosive diarrhea, ruined <laughs> ruined a pair of pajama pants. How about you? Oh, my one kid got an award at school, and the other two like and found a new element. <laughs> I can't imagine. I feel like I like I was the the nightmare kid in the family of very well behaved. You know, like, I was the first boy, so I think I got a lot of it, like, chalked up to, I guess it's a boy thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, like, my parents, for, like, how how buttoned up and generally conservative they were, got so tested with their five kids to where they are now is, like, they're, they're pretty chill and, like, open to a lot. Like, they've, <laughs> like, we forced crazy evolution on them <laughs> of just like all right well if you still want to see us you better come around to a lot of things that you were not really hip on before <laughs> so now it's just like nope totally cool with literally everything like that's awesome yeah um jason you got anything that you're into this week oh uh, let's see this week um not not anything too crazy. Uh, I've been going back down the rabbit hole on music, uh, trying to find timeless earworms that you can like the shortest amount of the song that you can sing or just repeat to make it stuck in someone's head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm intrigued. So uh, girls just want to have fun is the most effective one. Yep, it's already there. Because it's the, they just wanna, they just wanna. And you say that, and then someone finishes it in their head. And now (laughs) they've got it. Uh, For a long time, Matt, my favorite was motoran. Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) That's one word. all you need. Done. (laughs) I have a buddy who works at the intersection in Grand Rapids, and a game that they like to play and especially when they know the the people who work in Detroit or Chicago, because those are the next steps on a tour, is like when they help with loading in and loading out for bands. So like their roadies that they travel with, they want to get those songs stuck in their head. <laughs> so that's what it is. Is like as they're loading it, it's just like you know they just wanna, they just wanna, and then like. All right, were they singing it when they got to Chicago? Oh my God, yeah, they were, and they were so pissed about it too. <laughs> just like, Who's Johnny? She said, <laughs> and see how far you can take it. And I remember him telling me that, and that just popped up in the last couple of weeks. So I've been like going through 
trying to find the deep cuts of songs that you really haven't heard so that you just hear the lyric, you finish it, and then people are like, God damn it, why did you do that? <laughs> so That's interesting. I wonder, like, because mine are more 80s-based, kind of yeah. like yours, because mm-hmm. the 80s hooks were like, insane. Phenomenal. Yeah. Whereas, like, 90s hooks, they're, you know, like... What I am is what I am. It's no, like, no, no. I'll think of a song I don't like just to not get Edie Brickell and <laughs> stuck in my head. Uh, Paul Simon, <laughs> good <Yeah>. for you. <laughs> uh, you can't win them all. <laughs> um, any any new new earworms? Or are you just deeper? No, it's mostly been going deeper in the past. Uh, Wolfpack has been like probably the they're newest stuff I was great. listening to recently. I was just listening to them today. Yeah, dude, they're awesome. They're great. Yeah, it broke my like. It was one of those weird things that I'm like, oh, dude, they're from Michigan. Oh, like the state of Michigan. That's awesome. Didn't realize they're like U of M, <laughs> like yep. a band from U of M, because like I I'm a Michigan State guy. But it was like, ah, school of music gets a pass. <laughs> school of music gets a pass. Like that's universal. Yep. Yeah, it was weird because like I saw a video and it was in like a studio that yep uh, that I've been in for like a voiceover thing, and it was just like, well, I know that room. That and it was something like something with uh well a, a mutual friend of ours Tim K, had brought us out to Ann Arbor for a thing. Oh yeah 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 yeah, and it was in this like the same studio, but they had like a video. I'm like, God, that room looks familiar. Oh, that dude's wearing a Michigan shirt. Oh my gosh, they're in Ann Arbor. Oh damn, they went to Michigan, didn't they? It's like the whole the cycle waves of it. Yeah. Just like trickle, trickle. Sploosh, I'm like, oh, I guess sploosh. it's good. <laughs> but yeah, that's like I, I'm awful with new music. Like I really haven't haven't explored a lot of the new stuff. Uh so that's about as new as I've gotten. And then I get it. There comes yeah. a point where it's just like, I like what I like. And you kind of just go, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean, it's tough to find new things that aren't just like what's on the radio. Person. Well, that, I mean, that's the tough thing is because like if you're if you're not super into hip hop right now, you're having a hard time. Yeah. There's not yeah. saying that there's not. And great... I have been flow on hip hop. Like I love it, but it's just like staying on top of it is. There's so much. Yeah. Right. So it's like it's kind of like if you loved synth pop in the 80s, you were like in hog heaven. But if you hated synth pop, you're like, oh my god, kill me! <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't. I, I just have don't need any more Depeche Mode. Right? Yeah. And to me, that's like Migos. <laughs> like that yeah. Kind of I don't stuff need that triplet like, flow anymore. Yeah. Exactly. Maddie, what? what you got? Um, not not much. I. Uh... I watched a couple episodes of uh, Two Dope Queens this oh, past weekend. The HBO special? Yeah. How were they? Uh, the two that I saw were, well, the one and a half that I saw were pretty funny. But um, <laughs> I only made it uh, through half of one because, A, it was like getting kind of late on Saturday. And two, the like big guest was Sarah Jessica Parker and she walked out and I was like, no, okay, I'm done. <laughs> Sorry guys. <laughs> um, SJP. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I saw her come out and like the first one had John Stewart. So it's like, all right, okay, cool. Um, but then, then you follow it up with, with that turd, like, no thanks. So yeah, I went to bed. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. 
But uh, the the comedians they had were pretty funny. Oh, who they had? Uh, I don't remember the two, but I know that the one was Aparna Nancherla. She's great. She's hilarious. She's great. And the I was telling Hanson earlier today that the grimace that she makes, where she like does that, I get that stuck in my head because that's their profile picture on Twitter. And like I'll be sitting there because I make the same grimace, which is why I think it's so funny. So I'll be sitting there and like I'll be mad at something and I'll I'll <laughs> grimace at work and then it's like, ha, my spirit animal. She does it too. <laughs> I love it. Nice. Well. You can get in contact with us on Facebook.com slash MattersPod, on Twitter at MattersPod. I am at Matt Noss on Twitter. I'm at Karate Dracula. And I am at Win Some, Lose More. (laughs) But I never check it. I love it. Jason, thank you for doubling down. Thank you so much for having me back out, Matt. That was awesome. Uh, Thank you so much. And we will see you on the next episode of Matters. The strength, the crown, the glory. His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all that matters. (laughs) It was a good try. It was was a a solid try. try.